founder, Dr. Tom Simmons, spent almost a decade in academic research around waste reduction to create supplant sugars made from fiber, which is uniquely addressing food waste by incorporating the world's most renewable resource, the fibrous part of crops, to create a high fiber sugar that cooks, bakes, and caramelizes just like traditional sugar, but with fewer calories, a lower glycemic response, and benefits of a prebiotic, which has garnered the backing of Chef Thomas Keller, who is behind the three Michelin-starred Californian restaurant, The French Laundry. Bakery and Snacks talks to Dr. Simmons to find out more. Thank you so much for joining me today. Firstly, tell me, what is the food system trilemma? Yeah, so so what we call the food system trilemma is is the the way we think about the broad problems in the food system right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I'll, I'll flesh that out a bit for you. Of course, it's no no surprise to to most people that there's there's issues with the food system, problems that with the food system that need to be addressed. Right. Um, and and the way we see people think about these things tends to be in sort of three separate ways. They tend to think of um, tend to think of it in terms of uh, in terms of nutrition. Of which, of course, sugar is 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 a major issue and has been an issue for a while. But broadly, nutrition, they tend to think of it as uh, sustainability. Of course, increasingly, people are recognising the impact of the agricultural system, the food system on on the environment, both sort of local as well as global. And then finally, there's a, a number of things you, we tend to think of as, as as food security or food equity. And on a on a on a macro scale, that's you know we need uh, 50% more food to feed the population of of 2050, but we don't have 50% more land. And on a micro scale, it maybe it's you know the existence of sort of uh, nutrient deserts, so places where it's quite hard to get good quality food, uh, but there's lots of maybe poor quality food. And so that's sort of three areas. That's the trilemma: the nutrition, sustainability, and and food security. And uh, the particular reason why we say that is because um, we think, you know, most companies or governments or or NGOs, which which really try and address uh, the food system, typically try and pass out one of those and say they want to address uh, nutrition or they want to address um, sustainability. But, you know, our position is, you know, the food system is a system. These things are all interconnected and you really can't, you know, address one uh, in a way that's abstracted from the others. So, for example, you know, you, uh, if uh, these things are all connected. So if you try and um, uh, uh, make more, if you have an innovation to make more nutritious food, but you mm-hmm. do so at the expense of the total output of the agricultural industry, of course, in some ways that's good for that's good for some people. It's not good for everyone. If you, if you have a way that makes more food, but it's it's, it's not high quality food, maybe uh, uh, it's, it's low quality food. Then again, in some mm. ways that's good. In other ways, that's really not so good. And so if you really want to, our position is if you really want to address these things, you really need to be thinking holistically, system wide across all of those issues. And of course, uh, you know, the particular reason why I'm, I'm saying that is because I think what, what, what we're doing is really one of the very few ways in which we can uh, uh, attempt to have a, uh, a, an innovation which is unambiguously good insofar as it addresses nutrition and sustainability and food security in one uh, coherent whole. Well, then please tell me about uh, the supplant company and your three-pronged mission. Sure. So, um, so yeah, the supplant company is, we're, you know, a food ingredient company fundamentally. We make, um, the mission is to make ingredients that can make food products uh, more sustainable, more healthy and and more abundant all in one fell swoop, as I say. Uh, the, the distinctive thing that we do is we make ingredients from agricultural side streams. So that's um, 
you know the stuff that is produced on farms but is but is currently not 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 widely utilized and so typically think of these as the structural parts of the plants so instead of using uh, the thing that the food industry typically construes as being the the product which is you know the starch and the sugar and the grain and the bean and the oil etc we use the structural parts of the plants that sort of hold those together which are the stems and the stalks and the husks and the cobs and the hulls uh, and it's actually the most abundant part of the part of the plant uh, and by doing so we can um, uh, we can make more sustainable more nutritious and more abundant food the first thing we do is we make an ingredient to replace sugar in the food system the big technical challenge there is is uh, sugar reduction in food um, as opposed to in drinks and yeah and as I say we do so from from agricultural side streams historically we've, we've mainly used corn cobs and oat hulls but in principle we okay. can use any of the major side streams. So plant is touted as an entirely new category of sugars can you explain a little bit more about this? So yeah our, our process um, sort of three steps um, as we say, we start with these um, these 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 size streams, these biomasses. So, as I say, uh, historically mainly we've used corn cobs and and oat hulls, and and we have a three-step process which which turns those materials into a into a white powder that can be used to replace on a ton per ton scale uh, level sugar, and and what the process looks like is we take uh, th these materials are basically made entirely of almost entirely of uh, plant fiber. Um, plant right. fiber is is chain, chains of sugars that are bound together, uh, and and what we do is we we have a, a an enzyme based process uh, is the core part of the process. We have enzymes from fungi, and they basically break down long chains of sugar into into small chains of sugar. And the way we do it, we produce um, small chains of sugar that that's what they are. They are indeed um, uh, sugars, but but and because they're sugars, they can be used to replace cane sugar in Food products. So typically, with places we work, are chocolate and and cereal, ice cream, and um, bakery products. Right. Uh, so because they're sugars, they behave like cane sugar does in those food products, and we can replace cane sugar in those food products. But because they're derived from fiber, they're not actually the same type of sugar that that comes out of a cane plant. And so uh, okay. uh, they still have the nutritional benefits of fiber. So they're still low calorie like fiber. They're still low glycemic like fiber. They're still prebiotic like fiber. How long did it take to develop the process to create these sugars? Um, <laughs> it was a, a, a ongoing process over 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 years. I mean, so right. the, the company is about five and a half years old right now. Uh, since um, early on in the company's life, we were focusing on this. So that's it's taken us a good few years to get to where we are right now. Um, you know, my, my background is um, I was in academia prior to so the best part of a decade in academia. Uh, prior to this and I was I was working in er, an area that was that was related to all this um, this science that we do right now I was a I was a I was a carbohydrate scientist I was a plant scientist um, but I wasn't a food scientist so I was really working on the science of how these sort of fibers and sugars work and the enzymes that work on them but really the applications at the time that I was working on as an academic were really uh, sustainability uh, you know re renewable materials chemicals that was the sort of application space and it was really taking that that science that was quite robust, but was mm -hmm. not really in the food world and applying it to a really well understood, but currently unsolved problem in the food space. So yeah, it's taken us a, it's taken us a few years to get to where we are right now, um, but it was the, the underlying scientific foundations were sort of from, from a lot of science that had been built up for, for a long time, just outside of the food space by, by people um, 
other than other than the the company. Whereabouts are you based? So we're 39 people right now. The the, the bulk of the people are in in Cambridge, uh, and that's where all the scientists and the food scientists and the engineers are. And we have uh, six in the US, uh, and that's so the, the entire operations teams in the US. And that's it. So production is is over there. Please tell me about your association with Chef Thomas Keller. Yeah, with Thomas. Uh, so Thomas Keller, for people who don't know, he is his claim to fame is he's the only US chef to have two triple mission star restaurants at the same time. I believe that is still the case. Uh, oh, wow. One's in New York, one's in California. So he's quite, quite sort of um, famous chef in the US. And uh, so, so the, the genesis of the approach was we, you know, we we we. We, grad, we we went through an accelerator program in the US in 2018 and we sort of came out of that not really knowing exactly how we were going to bring the product to market. You know, we had an idea. Um, we didn't really know how what sort of business you'd build around the the, the science and the idea. But we had the sort of conviction um, that, that we would try and get a chef involved, which mm-hmm. was, it was it was it wasn't it wasn't heavily. Um, uh, uh, we didn't exactly know exactly you know why that made sense, but it was it was a model that we were that we witnessed elsewhere. So so the Impossible Burger had done this, for example. I think Beyond Meat had done a similar thing. So we 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 went out looking for chefs, and so uh, the 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 anecdotal, funny anecdotal story that that as a way we uh, found him was that one of the members of the team wrote handwritten letters to a whole range of the top chefs in the U.S. Okay. And, and so, yeah, so this, uh, this, the handwritten letter that ultimately made its way to Thomas was originally written to one of the chefs in his New York restaurant per se. And nice. yeah, it, it was an, it was a story of um, uh, ongoing backwards and forwards. We sent some samples <laughs> and ultimately we, we, we met him for the first time in 2020. And mm-hmm. that's, that's how the, the story began. Wonderful. And well, it's a, a great association to have. Yeah. No, exactly. And it's been, and you know, it's been a really great relationship for the business. And um, yeah, it's been really, really important for, to get us where we are. What formulations can supplant be used in? So, yeah, as, as I say, the, the the space that we don't focus on is is beverages. Um, okay. And, 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 and we're sort of open to, to any other space in the food space. We, we certainly haven't tested every last uh, opportunity in food, but we can broadly do you know, substan- at the very least, substantial sugar reduction across all food categories that we've tried. But the the four big places that we've focused on are, are are really sort of dictated by the market, not by the technical limitations of the ingredients at all. So it's so it's as I say, it's uh, chocolate and bakery. That's really where the bulk of what we've okay. what we've done has been focused. Ice cream and then finally cereals as well. So th- th- those four are really just the big places where sugar is is found. You've also collaborated with a number of other producers to create products. Is this your business model um, in getting the sugars out there? Or do you also sell the sugars as a standalone product? So, yeah, we, we've uh, we've done a, a number of things have touched the market thus far. The, the, the vision of what we're really trying to build here is a, is a broad uh, uh, ingredient and, and uh, a broad business-to-business um, operation where we're selling uh, ingredients and formulations of the ingredient into uh, uh, other people's products. And so we've rolled out a number of um, um, channels with that approach across primarily bakery, chocolate and ice cream um, uh, t- to date. 
separately, we have put out these this chocolate and shortbread line with 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 Thomas um, as, as as a way of sort of really spearheading the route to the market. But really, it's that um, it's that business to business sale is where we see the the, the real long term future of the business. Um, we, you know, will we ever sell sugar on its own? Uh, but you know, po- po- possibly at some point in the future, it's, it's certainly right. not the primary focus. It's really about uh, yeah, in- ingredients into other people's products and formulations okay. containing the ingredient into other people's products. Um, so, for example, chocolate chips we've sold uh, containing our sugar into other people's products. Are there any formulation challenges that come with supplant? I think in in most applications we do we, we always do a bit of tweaking uh, to right. you know to optimize, but but actually the you know the, we we tweak supplant the ingredient itself um, uh, to be optimized for these applications. So by and large, there's not a huge amount of 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 of, of changes that need to be made. And I think and and you know if you can compare what what we've put out there compared to uh, a lot of other ingredients, it really does. Uh, you know, faithfully mimic the properties of cane sugar much better than 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 many other ingredients. Can you tell me a bit about the products you have on your eShop? Uh, sure, yes. Yeah. So, so those are the, the the products that we described that we launched with with Chef Thomas Keller. So mm-hmm. this is you know part part of how the relationship has worked out very well for us. It's been it's been a you know validation from one of the world's top chefs. Uh, we we the very first rollout of the ingredient we did was actually on. Um, on the menu of Thomas's two triple Michelin star restaurants, the French Laundry in Napa and Per Se in New York, uh, and then since then we 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 rolled these products out, and these were in, in, again in collaboration with Thomas. So these were uh, uh, recipes that that Thomas and his team uh, you know optimized. And so there's five chocolate bars, uh, five different flavors of chocolate bars, and two different um, uh, flavors of uh, shortbread cookies. Um, yeah, and so we rolled those out just at the start of this year properly, and they've been in retailers uh, as of halfway through the year. So the first one was uh, Air One in in uh, in Southern California, but we're we're rolling out across the US. Are there any new p- uh, products in the pipeline for next year? Yeah, so 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 th- there will be you know uh, uh, some other CPG products that we put out there, and and uh, so so a, a cereal bar will be will be coming out in the short term. Uh, but as I say, the the big thing we're 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 ramping up towards is um, is is different formulations of, of of the ingredient in other people's products, and so um, we'll be driving forward the these consumer products that we that we run ourselves, the chocolate, the shortbread, the, the cereal bar. But but the thing that I hope will be um, most uh, pervasive to, to to people in supermarkets in the not too distant future will be the ingredient in other people's products. You have something called the From Fiber Promise. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think it's the From Fiber Promise on the website. It is just a way of um, exemplifying the or describing the the benefits of the ingredient. You know, the the you know the way we try to sort of um, uh, position the uh, uh, the description of, of 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 what we are, what the ingredient is, how we make it, why it's special, is all built around the idea of it's 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 from it, it's, you know how it's made, and and it, and that ultimately derives from it's it's made from these uh these fibrous these fiber rich agricultural side streams. So um you know it's 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 uh, healthy because it's made from fiber. It's low calorie because it's made from fiber. It's prebiotic because it's made from fiber. It's sustainable because it's made from these fibrous uh, agricultural side streams. So that's really been um a core part of the way we, we right. try to stitch together the 
the the the, the broad story. And it, again, it's the uh, it's the trilemma that we just that we started at the at the, at the start of the. Uh, at the start of the conversation with you know there's uh, there's a very broad story we can tell here about about health and uh, sustainability and global uh, food system and that's the sort of connecting piece that that, that hopefully brings all these different uh, benefits together right i was going to ask if you could explain a little bit more about how supplant is helping to combat food waste it's all to do with these agricultural side streams yeah as i say the um you know, people often think of, I think many, many consumers construe food waste as maybe what happens in the kitchen or, or the supermarket. But that's um, right. Uh, but but as I say, you know, a, a big chunk of, of, of food waste happens before that. Uh, and in particular, the waste we're talking about is uh, is, you know, happens you know, at the farm, essentially. So, uh, as you say, you know, two uh, thirds of all the biomass that's grown on arable farming globally uh, is actually not even doesn't even get included in these numbers because it's these structural parts of the plants that that, that we talk about, the cobs and the and the husks and the and the stems and the stalks, and uh, and you know this is you know the biggest renewable resource that our food system produces mm-hmm. all around the world and, and yet it's 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 not even included in mo- in in any uh, food waste numbers by and large um so that's so that's the 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 big big opportunity to try and make a, a more abundant food system is by bringing some of this material um uh, you know into the food system we can create more food and we can do so without any further uh, net increase in pesticides and herbicides and fertilizers and emissions uh, to get it Supplant has won a number of awards. Can you tell me more? Oh yeah, we've been uh, uh, we've been one of the nominees for the Earthshark Prize, which is one of the most prestigious global environmental prizes. Um, we've uh, we've we're finalists in in a couple of the fast companies, uh, world changing ideas uh, 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 categories, uh, and then we were recently winners of the uh, 2022 Speciality Foods Award for for Vision, particularly. Uh, uh, you know about, about the the long term vision about what we're trying to do here. Um, so we've been 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 fortunate across a, a number of different avenues. You are now obviously getting quite involved with the food industry. So in your opinion, what is the biggest food trend that you've noticed, and what do you think the next big trend will be? Uh, obviously, I'm going to uh, be somewhat biased in in my perspective of, of right. the world. I mean. I mean, one of the you know one of the interesting things that we that we're part of is is this this trend towards what people call upcycling, uh, which is you know again mm-hmm. it's using these uh, using what, what would otherwise be seen as the waste or the unused parts of material. I think it's you know it's a broad thing about making the food industry more um, more sustainable and more efficient and more productive. Um, obviously, what we do is slightly different. To, to, in any case, it's, it's from really from the very very early parts of the agricultural system. Um, so that's obviously like that's that's a, that's a thing growing across the board. Uh, in, in, we see that in the UK, but in the US as well, and and, and broadly around the world. I think um, in terms of sort of looking forward, what you know, what, what, what I'd like to see and what and what I think we are doing uh, uh, well is is you know again it's it's it touching all these different angles in one go. Uh, uh, we 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 really need things that aren't. We really need innovations that are unambiguously good for the food system. That is, that mm-hmm. are not trade-offs. So we 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 don't want healthier food at the expense of the of total output. We don't want more output at the expense of 
of of health. We don't want things at the expense of sustainability. We want uh, uh, you know holistic thinking um, uh, that 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 really can say more sustainable, more healthy, and more abundant all in one go. I think that like that that I think really has to be uh, uh, you know the the route forward or the way people think. Otherwise, we really are. It's really not clear that we are making steps forward. We're just making trade-offs between different different angles of 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 um, measuring the world. And you know, we, we, we're certainly not the only company that I think we that, that that could be claimed to to doing that. But um, but yeah, we definitely need more of them for sure. In this inflationary environment, and also with all the other challenges like supply chain and labor costs and the war in Ukraine, in your opinion, do you think sustainability is taking a back seat? I mean, certainly not for us. Is it? Is right. it for? Is it for? Is it for other one? Possibly, you know, possibly. I mean, uh, you know, sometimes, especially economics, often makes mm. a, a, often takes the driving seat when when things get difficult. For us, it's really, really is not. And 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 yeah, you know, one of the difficulties of the modern economic situation is uh, is you know the restriction in global um, 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 uh, you know production around the world to cater to global markets. This is getting. Uh, much more, much more difficult with wars and with tariffs and with um, uh, geopolitical issues in general. But you know that that's really we are really leaning into that with our approach because our approach is is really saying that any region around the world can start producing more food uh, to cater to its its in, its local uh, uh, community, its local regions uh, by by sort of adopting the approach that 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 we are taking. Uh, and so, and you know, that's a that's a fortuitous benefit, as I say, that if we do this well, we we create more sustainable food, we create more nutritious food, but we also do address these core issues, which is uh, uh, you know feeding growing populations and feeding populations despite changes in um, in 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 how things are produced and distributed around the world. Can you tell me about your five-year strategy for the company? Sure. Yeah. It's um. It's it's. As I say, you know, right now we are we've we're really just rolling um, the initial products out of the market. Um, uh, so, so from what consumers can see, we we have our CPG brand, and that's the main thing that's at market right now. Behind the scenes, of course, what 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 isn't um, what we haven't talked publicly about just yet is is we are working with, you know, a whole a whole range of the 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 biggest uh, uh, companies in the world who are. You know, all interested, of course, in in sugar reduction being the primary thing we're working on right now, and um, and so it's it's moving towards catering to these companies, and so that's mm-hmm. you know the the way the way I often describe to the company and to the investors is that the ingredient that we've made is a is a coherent whole. We know how it to, we know how it works. We know how to make it. We with patents are in. We can legally sell it. The clinical data is there. It's it's a packaged whole, and it really is just about ramping up production alongside. Uh, alongside sales and ultimately aiming to to take this uh, ingredient to do what its unique opportunity is to do which which is to do uh, to do mass scale uh, uh, sugar reduction and replacement across the broad food system so that's that's the the big direction in which we're heading the big uh, big end goal